This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> Dips inside and hits. Oh, oh, what, a what a goal! Right, that is from Ross Wallace. Chris Waddle, is he going to have a crack? Oh, he does, it's good! Anything Paul Gascoigne can do, Chris Waddle can do. It's won by Stephen Fletcher back towards Adam Rich! Oh, You're listening to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Uh, a two-week break, uh, a team that's us 3-0 twice already this season, an injury inside and two consecutive defeats in the hand of Sunderland and Shrewsbury. Uh, I can't say that we're too optimistic going into this game against Plymouth, but what a performance. Uh, best one yet, obviously we'll talk about that later, and what a reaction too to bounce back from those two defeats. Uh, I bet Darren Moore was... Uh, Sign a huge sigh of relief on uh, on Saturday evening, put it that way. Now, we're going to be talking about that game in more detail, uh, what the difference was, players that impressed us, uh, the Windass, no celebrate celebration, and we'll also look ahead to Oxford next weekend. I'm James Mappin, and alongside me, I have Liam Russell. How are you, mate? You all right? Yeah, very good, mate. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. We're all, uh, all good. Now, um, due to the powers of technology, we've got uh, Giles Cook with us as well. So, uh, Giles, mate, you all right? Yeah, all well, good, mate. Sorry I'm not there today, but I'm still here through the computer. No, no problem. Obviously, uh, I know, yeah, one of your 56 children have uh, had a birthday. So, obviously, with that many yeah. children, obviously, they come around quite quick, don't they, to be fair? It's hectic. <laughs> birthday after birthday, mate. <laughs> and how are you, mate? You all right? Yeah, I'm all good, thanks. A bit good. stiff from the, from our game yesterday. Um, but, yeah, good win from us. Yeah, no, so, yeah. no, no Alex Hunt now, so is that it? You're playing every week, are you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, but yeah, he's, he's, he hasn't um, come back. He's gone to Oldham on loan, so we wish him all the best. Yeah, good, uh, good stuff. Liam, that, that best performance of the season? Yeah, I think so. Close. It it was unbelievable, wasn't it? I mean, it was just so good. Like, we just, 
I don't even know. It's like kind of the reaction we wanted from um, after the Sunderland game. Everything just we clicked, it. didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone played well. I, yeah, I, so, I would say the same. Like, I don't think there was one player that kind of had a bad game. To be fair, and I don't know what it were. It was just literally like they came out and they were, you know, the high press. They were, you know, putting teams, you know, putting the team under pressure. I mean, I'm not being funny. Like. It, I've been crying out for that all season. I mean, the League One players at the end of the day, aren't they? Like, it, they're going to make mistakes. And it was, another, it was another 11 where I went, are we playing four at the back today? Or are we playing, still playing five? And to be fair, at the start, I thought, it looked like at times when we were going forward, we set up with, it looked like we we're playing four at the back. Yeah. But then, I don't know, but it was it was five at the back, wasn't it, in the end? It, it, but at the start, I was trying to figure out what we were doing. So I kind of thought at first we might have had, um, like, Hunt, Hutch, Palmer. Johnson. Johnson. Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember how I thought <laughs> they, they, thought they were going to line up, but it ended up being five, didn't it? And it, it, it worked well, to be fair. Yeah, so. I mean, there were... Uh, what four changes from the side that uh, that lost to Shrewsbury? They were um, in came Luongo, Sao, Mendes, Lang, and Deli Bashiru out went Wing, Corbiano, Patterson, and who was the other one that uh, that didn't play? Berahino, my old mate Berahino, nearly <laughs> nearly forgot about him. Uh, to be fair, um, so yeah, lots of changes to the side, but uh, you know the players that came in. I don't think really. Yeah, and Sal, Sal was a surprise, wasn't it? That was the most surprising name on the sheet, I thought. Yeah, um, like, we've not really seen him, have we? Well, so no, that's what I mean. I thought I thought if it wasn't Patterson, it would have been Berahino because that's just been the, seems to be the trend, but obviously he must have seen something yeah, to be, to be, and he, he did well, didn't he? So, Giles, what did you think to that, that starting line when you, when you heard who were, who was starting? I was a little bit surprised. Like you said, making four changes. Um, but then again, I say I'm surprised, but then after the two poor, you know, poor, the last two poor results, then really, can you blame, can you blame the changes? No, I don't think so. And it looks like the changes paid off because everyone's played really well and the players that came in, especially. Yeah. Like obviously as, as a player, when, when you're on a bit of a bad run like that, are you kind of expecting there to be, quite a few changes. I mean, I know Darren Moore makes changes anyway, but is that is that something you're thinking, fucking hell, I hope it's not me? Yeah, no, definitely. But I think, like you said, when there's been two poor performances, um, you, you're always at risk of losing your place, right? Um, I, mean, I, I don't know if, I don't if anything before. happened to, to Lewis Wing, but he was, he was out of the squad altogether. So I'm not yeah. sure if he's going back. Is he, is he staying? Is he injured? I don't know. I haven't heard anything um, with that one, but it doesn't seem like we missed, we missed wing to be honest with you. No. So, you know, the, the changes that more done look like they, you know, they worked. So we can't, we can't really knock him for that. Yeah. I mean, you know, going back to like, you know, what I said earlier, like, was it the best performance of the, of the season? It was just nice to go to a match and just see goals. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, and just, and I think it took, it took about 10 minutes to get going. And then we did seem to, to click, didn't we? It, it was like, at first it was just a bit like, oh, but we were, we were keeping the ball, passing it around the back. It looks, it looked good. Cause obviously Hutch was there. Yeah. Obviously we've discussed before Dunkley's strengths. And sometimes, you know, as a fan, you shit yourself when he's got the ball at his feet and he's trying to, and that's fine because he does his job and that's, but it just seemed assured, didn't it? 
Like, yeah, definitely. it was, it was, we had a lot of possession in the first, however long it was, but it was a lot of building up, but it was, it was fine because then obviously we got a few goals. Yeah, so. one thing I would say as well is every time we went forward, it looked like something could happen. And I can't remember last time, I mean, what were it, were it last week or the week before, it must be the week before where I was saying, I don't know where a goal is going to come <laughs> yeah, from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And literally like two weeks later, every time we went forward, it looked like something was going to happen. I mean, you know, Nathaniel why do you think that was James? I'm not too... I mean, we, we were playing a lot more positive and a lot more attacking football. I mean, for, and it's only a small thing, but like defending a corner, we've got two men up. We, we had um, Deli Bashiru and Nathaniel Mendes-Lang on the halfway line. And we never, we've never done that this, so far this season. It's always been one man, or in some cases, none. Everyone, like, everyone back. Everyone back. Mm. And it's given them, you know, they're having to think about it. Do you know what I mean? I mean, we didn't do that every single time. But, um, but yeah, it was just more pressing, more intent more uh more tempo behind you know. do you think do you think maybe that was because of the the attacking players maybe they they upped their game they performed very well yeah obviously Silla Sau had a, had a point to prove didn't it to be fair like it, this was his chance I said that before before we kicked off like this is his chance to to show Darren Moore what he, you know Berahino's not done it we've had injuries and what have you it's his chance to kind of show what he's about and I thought he acquitted himself really well I mean we'll go into like individual performances a little bit a little bit later on but I just think the whole I mean to come off the back of two defeats you'd think like the confidence would be low especially playing a team like Plymouth who you know we've they, they know they know what we're about they've beat us twice and quite convincingly as well but you know, I just I just thought it were yeah just I mean they didn't even have a shot in the first half now I've heard some people saying oh that you know they weren't playing very well and, and what have you but I think that's just a testament to us, really. Like, even when you're not playing very well, you can still have a, still get a few shots off. But to to limit them to literally no shots in the first half, mm. for me, for me, that that's down to the way that we've played. And again, we'll come on to the individual performances a little bit. A little. The bit reason why off. I say that, the reason why I say it is because the last two games I've watched, have we, we haven't really created anything. We've lacked creativity. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, we don't really look like scoring a goal. To be honest with you. I think but yesterday it looked like we were creating loads of chances. We were on top of the game. Uh, and yeah, it was, you know, it looked like goals were going to come, which they did. Yeah, definitely. I mean, 22 shots. When was the last time we had 22 shots? I mean, it, it, it was definitely, well, I think, was it the Sunderland game when I probably last said it's the most chances I've seen created at Hillsborough in a long time? Yeah. That was next level, wasn't it? Like yeah. Saturday. Yeah, which he just seemed to just—I don't know. I think, well, I think I think it's time to talk about individual performances because well, just for, lately, <laughs> go on, go on. Just before we do that, I mean, a few people have got involved on on Twitter as well. You can do that at, at WTID Pod. I'm sure you know uh, you know all about it all, all before. But uh, Doug, he just said uh, I asked the question, "What was the difference for you today?" Um, and it, Doug said the speed of play for once we didn't pass it around the back too long allowing Plymouth to close us down I think that threw them first half because that's how they beat us before so kind of like you know played them at their own game uh, Matt Johnson he said uh, a player alongside Gregory who looks like he might actually compliment him uh, our best midfield three all playing and a winger in Mendes Lang who didn't give his opposite number a minute's break uh, side note Plymouth look a shell of themselves from early in the season on to Oxford uh, and then John Fittall uh, he said Mass push, pushes the whole team uh, up the pitch leads to a higher press and turning the ball over in more dangerous positions uh, a big difference from the two away games that's obviously a good point that John's made and it's something that 
I don't really ha- no, I can't remember how many times we've been saying it this season that when Luongo starts and, and plays, Bannon it, like plays in that different role a bit further forward and obviously we'll, yeah. Well, now Liam, get this, on is, to... this, this is where the broken record comes in. I'll well, wax then. lyrical about mass for half an hour, and then we'll uh, <laughs> and then we'll call it. And then day. we'll talk about Oxford. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, he's he, class in it. Oh, mate, he's so he's like he's our best player, hands down, hands down. He's so good. He's he's like what is it? What is it? Why why is everything? He so good? He's he's just and and you know when I, I got a bit stuck when you asked me, obviously, if he had. More legs than Hutch. <laughs> I'm going to confidently say yes. You think he does, yeah? Yeah, mate. You should have... Unbelievable. Like... He Listen, just... I, I just want to clarify this, though. I got a few messages on Twitter. <laughs> I've never once said... I've never once said Luongo's a bad player. Oh, no, I know you haven't. Yeah, I know. No, no, I've said I he's know. a good player. All I've said was it just looks like his mobility is not... You know what I mean? It looks like he's a bit one paced. Well, yeah. uh, Lewis on Twitter, Lewis on Twitter has tried to dig you out. Um, but <laughs> after yesterday's performance, is Giles going to change his opinion on Luongo? Yeah, yeah. Listen, I've never ever said that he's not a good. Oh no, player. no, you haven't. No, you haven't. Right? I've always said that he's a good player. I played against him when he was younger as well. And I've always said he's a good player. That's the only thing I said about his mobility. Yeah. You know, he looked a bit one paced. But listen, yeah, but I'm s- happy. I'm happy for him. I wanted mate, to on, on Saturday. It was just, it's just, he's just the player that. And he, he does a role that no one else seems to be able to do. And obviously, mm. I've said it before, Wing is a luxury player. He's not He's not that kind of player. He wants no, to play He wants right. to play how Bannon wants to play, and that's just, mm. it is what it is. And yeah, he's not played well for us. Seem not to work with Wing. And, and I'm not, yeah. And But he just, Mass is like, his, his energy is, I think it rubs off on the rest of the players as well because he, and and just breaking up the play in and he he breaks it up before dangerous areas because like people said Plymouth were a shell and they didn't play very well it's because we didn't let them play well whenever mm. they came through the middle majority of the time Mass but if Mass wasn't there Delhi Bashiri was there we were mm. breaking it up and obviously it let Bannon be higher up the pitch mm. and he just he just like even we say last ditch tackles they weren't last ditch because they weren't really anywhere near our goal but if he I suppose, like you say, a bit one pace, but he'd, he'd get back and he'd slide in, mm. and he'd get he'd get the tackle in, and just well, it's not like that when he slides in and he wins possession as well. That's like a that's like an art in itself, in it, you know, when you you slide, win possession, get up, and then you start a and it, you start. I saw, a move. Well, I saw the I saw the highlights and I saw him. He he played a lovely ball to Mendes Lang for his goal. You know, it, mate, it, he was spraying passes all day. He, he was forward like, as well. It was like Paul Scholes, mate, on Saturday. <laughs> well, just just give you giving you some of the stats and what have you. You know, uh, tackles seven, interceptions four, uh, five aerials one, seventy four touches, which is the most by any player for the first time. I don't think Barry Bannon. I think he was fifth highest in terms of touches. Um, passes fifty five, key passes three, and of course he got that uh, he got that assist as well. So, and I think for most of those, I think for for tackles and aerials one, he was top. Uh, from from both sides as well, so he's really you know, sounded like a well deserved man to match. Then I think, yeah, and he just it's just the way as well he he can carry the ball as well, and like you say, it's that um, he's very comfortable on the ball, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, and he'll he's calm. He'll, he's calm on the ball. He'll take <laughs> it, and like with Hutch behind him as well. Yeah, them two. I, I I'd love to know the amount of times they passed between each other in the game. Yeah, it was a lot because he obviously he was doing what Bannon was doing, he'd come back and pick it up off Hutch and mm. 
whatever else. But well, listen, we, we all know about Hutchie, right? We know that Hutchie's a very, very good player. Yeah. The only yeah. thing we question is is can he stay fit? That that is the main thing. Well, for it's Hutchinson. the same. It's the same with Mass, isn't it? And, and the same with Mass. If they can stay fit and they can be managed right, you've got two probably. I would say potentially best players in the league. Yeah. Well, this is where, obviously, we've got lots of games coming up as well. I mean, all right, we play Oxford and then there's, there's another week in Slipswich. And then after that, we've said it a few times, there's 10 games in 30 days, I think it is. So it will be interesting. It wouldn't surprise me if there were some games where those two players were rested um, and, and not pl- you know, and not, and not played in certain games just to make well, sure. They, that- they've got to be managed, right? Because, you know, you don't want to you don't want them to get another long-term injury because it, it could kill us. 100%. And I think... What summed him his performance up for me was that I mean we'll we'll talk about Bannon later, but the the chance was it the first chance when it when the right footed one where he dragged yeah left, but Luongo went back picked the guy's pocket on the edge of our box ran from the edge of our box pretty much to just inside their half yeah. third into their half pinged it over to Bannon who took it down in. But for me, that, like just that that sequence just summed his, his game up on Saturday. But well, me, his game up in general, I think. But just, for me, though, look where Bannon were, picking the ball up. Yeah, he was the yeah. furthest man forward. Whenever he's Barry Bannon, the furthest man forward. Well, he's been playing him, hasn't he? Moore's been playing him more deep, the deeper yeah. role, wanting yeah. him to start off play, but it hasn't seemed to be working. No, and if he just gets his shooting boots on, I said we'll probably talk about him in a bit, he could have had, could have had hat-trick on, uh, on Saturday. I mean, well, again, you, that's, you'd say that's Bannon's only sort of yeah. critic in a way isn't it it's he should, yeah. he's got he should definitely score and and have more assists oh without a shadow of a doubt I mean um, you touched on Sam Hutchinson as well and I just think he's just got such a calming influence when he's mm. playing I mean they're all professional footballers I know that but he just looks like the ultimate professional it looks like he's been there and done that he's, he, looks, he looks like he knows what he's doing in terms of you know, he just, he just, he doesn't look like well, he's, he's experienced. Let's be honest. Oh, he's yeah. an experienced player. He, he, he's played, you know, I know he obviously didn't play many games at Chelsea, but he's been around the first team yeah. at Chelsea yeah. for since a young age. Yeah. Right. And then he's played a lot of games in the championship. So he's a very experienced player. I know he's had his injuries, um, but yeah, we can't question, we can't question his, uh, his ability. It's his decision-making for me. He always seems to make the right decision, whether that's a tackle or a pass or whatever it may be, he just he just seems to do do the right thing. And I know on this podcast we've questioned him before. I know when it were rumoured that he were coming back in, I was a bit sceptical and what have you. But you know my thoughts on you know uh, past players coming back and, and, mm-hmm. and what have you. But I do generally when he doesn't play, we do miss him, and we see we we've seen that. I know it didn't go right against Shrewsbury, but you know it definitely against against Plymouth. He he would just he would just. You know, such a good player. And do you think when everyone's fit, he plays centre half still, or do you think he yeah. goes in? Yeah, do, I do. Or do you I think do. he goes in next to Mass? Uh, it's a difficult one because if it, it, for me, I I, th- I would I would write him out me 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 like best eleven. It's changed every week. It seems to change all <laughs> the time, to be honest. But I had him down as like if if we played a four two three one, I would probably have Mass and Hutch in that like in them two in front of the in front of the back I just four. think playing them both yeah potentially it looks really good right but I think in midfield you've got to do a lot of running you're up down it, it's such a high risk to play both of them yeah. in midfield I mean you'll know Giles obviously you'll wear them them bras and what have you that they have that tells, the bras tells, yeah the GPS <laughs> tells the you how many how many, um, how many kilometres you've, uh, you've mm-hmm. uh, ran and what have you 
What is the difference then between a centre-back and a Luongo or a central midfielder? It could be a, a couple K, to be honest with you. Yeah. Could be as much as that. And 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 to be honest with you, that, that a couple K going into the last 20, 30 minutes is where, you know, it, it could be crucial in the sense of injuries, right? If you're fatigued. Yeah. And I, I don't know, I just think for me... goes a bit out of, out of the window, doesn't it? You know, when you're tired, yeah. you, you, you stretch exactly. a bit and, you know, yeah. And and we know how Hutchie plays. He he, he gives hundred twenty percent. And when he's in midfield, he runs around like a you know, like like a, a not. Like, I don't want to say like a headless chicken, but he 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 yeah. runs a lot, Hutchie. Right? He gives everything. Yeah. And I just feel like at the back, he, not that he can save himself, but he doesn't need to do as much running. Well, yeah, because it's more risky, isn't it? If he, if he if he dives in, there's nobody well, behind he, him to save. It's him, more he, he's a, he's covering right. He's yeah. he's cleaning everything up at the back, right? Which is which is different to playing in, in midfield. And I just think at the moment, I think it suits Hutchie where he is in his career, you know, the age he's at and the injuries he's had. I, I, I think he's got to play centre-half. I honestly do. For, for, for Honestly, for me, for the rest of his career, if I was manager, I'd play him centre-half. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I, I, I tend to agree, I think, because like you say, managing his injuries and stuff like that, I, that, that's it. That's the key for He's me. Like listen, sweeping up in he needs to play in midfield. He, he, listen, we've seen it over the last few years, right? How good he is in midfield as well. And I, I think he could easily do a job in midfield and and probably be one of our best players. But at the end of the day, we need Hutchie fit and we need him to play as many games as possible. For me, he's crucial in the sense of if we want to get promoted. Yeah. I mean, just before we start talking about some, some of the other players, I just obviously it was um, reported that you know the players have been having double sessions and what have you. Um, how yeah. does that affect? I mean, obviously, yeah, for fitness levels and what have you. But how, do, how does that affect the team and what have you? Having double sessions in training, Giles. Yeah, I've heard. Um, I've heard they've been doing double sessions because they didn't have a game on the weekend, did they? No. Um, so they had a. I think they had quite a tough week. But yeah, listen. Is that purely for sessions, or is that? Would it well, be like I think more it's, it's a bit of both. It, it, we don't know. I don't know what they're doing, whether it's running or tactical, but it could be many things, right? What they're doing, but. He's obviously putting the time, the time in, on the training ground, because the results haven't been good enough. So, when results aren't going good enough, what do you need to do? You need to work. You need to work, work, work. Um, and it looks like it, it it paid off anyway. I mean, you must have had you know double sessions in your in your time. What's it like as a player when you like get those dreaded double sessions? Yeah, but listen, it happens in football. We we have double sessions now where we have gym in the afternoon. It's it's not always single sessions. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So uh, we're professional footballers. If it's double sessions, it's double sessions. You get on with it. And especially if you're not performing well, results aren't going your way, you've got to work. That's it. The only way you're going to get out of it is by working hard. The only good thing is, you know, from Darren Moore perspective is he's making the changes. Do you know what I mean? They, they have done double sessions and what have you. He's, he's obviously, if I'm, I'm sure if things were, looking rosy and we were sitting where Rotherham are sitting or where Sunderland are at the top of the league, they wouldn't be doing that. Do you know what I mean? They'd have an easy week and they'd be fully rested for them games. But obviously, obviously he's seen that it's not good enough and he has, you know, he's making them changes. I think I think it also kind of shows, um, and I know people don't want to hear excuses, blah, 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 but how much or how little players tra- trained in that COVID period and how much it might have affected them because... If they'd been training full on throughout that period, fair enough. You know, you might, if you've not played well, you might get them in the Sunday, they might not have a day off. But if they'd train lots, I couldn't see them be 
hammering in the double sessions if they'd, yeah. if they'd been training full on throughout that period of time. Well, apparently they only trained about four or five times, I think it were. In between the uh, getting the cup, or the last game against, I can't remember who it was now, but from, from then until Sunderland, four or five times, which is nothing, is it really? Yeah. Um, another another player that I want to pick out is Marvin Johnson. Probably, a, you know, he, he has had his critics and what have you, but I thought Marvin Johnson played fantastic on uh, on Saturday. Um, there were times where he were bombing forward. He were he were getting you know put, putting the crosses in and what have you. I don't think he put a foot wrong either. In terms, oh, no. All right, it, it goes down as a as a, a Johnson own goal, which I think's harsh. Uh, well, it comes off and he kicks it in the back of the net. I get that. Right. But... The thing was, it went off the post, off Peacock Farrell's leg as he was diving across, and yeah. then. Unlucky. I think if he don't put it in back in there, I think one of their one of their strikers puts it in the back of there, don't they? So yeah, just... yeah, yeah. Well, it went in the ground. They thought it was that Jepco who put it in. Yeah, so obviously it was an own goal in the end. So yeah, which saved but... my which saved my skin as I messaged you because uh, he were, he got a few few from last season. I said to my pal, I sit with, I says, I wonder where that Jepco is. He he scored a fair few goals last season. <laughs> Comes off the bench, then it went up on the scoreboard that he he's the one who scored, and I thought brilliant. <laughs> That's my fault. <laughs> yeah, but I thought he had a great game, you know, going forward and what have you. I mean, even like underlapping centre-backs, which uh, up yours, United. You know, we've got some as well. Uh, but, which... well it seems like more, more trust in him in there, right? Mate, more, I, I was yeah. playing week in, week out on that left side of the three. I'd got that written down, to be fair. Is he going for a... Bear, bear, say his name, but he's going for... It looks like he's going for a wilder, the wilder... Style because Palmer and Johnson yeah. bought like they bow on when they can't. Well, um, whether it's whether it's a wilder style or not, for me, when you're playing three at the back, you need that from your from the, the center halves, right? You need them to come out and step out with the ball because they obviously they've got an extra man. Yeah, but not only that, it's, it's putting the other team under pressure, isn't it? Like they're getting bombarded and they can't get out. You know, there were times where they couldn't even get out of their half and they were getting the ball. And they were just lumping it forward to their like. Well, they they had two strikers. Oh, they only had one striker, I think, didn't they? But um, they were lumping it up to him, and, and he just it wouldn't stick whatsoever. And you know, lumping it up to the halfway line, they couldn't even get past the halfway line. And we've not seen that at all this season. It, it would honestly, it was like watching a different a different side. Like it, it were, and it's kind of like I think it came out in bits in parts against Sunderland and Wicket, but it's not been. Like we've not had, well, like we said, we've not had everyone pretty much at least put an eight out of ten in. Yeah. At the same time, and it's just that. Um, to be fair, it's and I'd, like I said, I don't want to go on about Wild a bit. Obviously, he's at Middlesbrough now, and he played a central midfielder at centre half on Saturday. Yeah, and I was watching the EFL show and whatever else, and Holloway. Probably the first time you've watched it ever. It seems that we've won. Mate, to be fair, I watch it all the time. I just like <laughs> I just like watching watching it. But Holloway was on, and he was saying obviously that formation and that style of play. He like they like having a someone who can play the ball there. Yeah, because they're relentless and they attack and attack and attack. And even if they've not scored yet, they'll attack you till the last minute. Yeah, and that is what we were going for on Saturday by the looks of it. Mm. So, and like I say, it's, we have seen it in base, but number one, like we said, it's the first time I think pretty much everyone on the pitch played well. Yeah. And the first time we've played well for more than what, 40 minutes in a game. So. Yeah, it was relentless, weren't it? I mean, when they're going, Liam, obviously you, you were there like myself, but when that, when their goal went in at half time, well, just after half time, should I say, 
what what were your initial thoughts? As well, in, like, not not the goal, but just the fact that it was now two one. Well, it was funny actually because I, I <laughs> as you do, I messaged my dad at half time. You know, great first half. They've not even had a shot. <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, yeah, we well, you know what we're capable of. <laughs> but you know what? My initial thought was, here we go. But then I yeah. thought, you know what? If we carry on like we are first half, we've got no issues because, like we said. It was the first shot. It was straight from the, it was straight from the kickoff, wasn't it? Pretty much, yeah. We we'd obviously bit well, a bit turned off a bit. We weren't switched on a bit at the start. It was my pal, <laughs> Master made the foul. To be fair, but you can't like, like it I was, was a good saying, strike, mate. Before be we came on the thing, like I was saying, how many of them hit the wall? How many of them get fired over the crossbar? They just seem to go in every time against us. Every time, even even back to that Norwich one. Years ago, yeah, when it wasn't even a foul on the edge of the box in the ninety whatever minute, and you just knew it were going in. Yeah. They just seemed to go in against us, but well, you like can't, you can't take away from the finish, but you just knew it were going in. Didn't I, I just, I, it was the same. I were thinking, oh fucking hell, like it's two one. Like this is you know they've been poor all first half and and it, and you know not had a shot, and this is it. Like, but to be fair, if, you know weeks back or the start of the season we'd have just defended and we'd have just retreated and, and tried to hold on to that 2-1 lead. But fair play, we didn't. We just we kept attacking. And, and you know, and what, what we've got the goal on the, what, 70-odd minute, I think it were? When, yeah, uh, oh, when we were going forward and there were just so many opportunities to get that to get that goal again. And it just didn't seem to drop for us, but we carried on and carried on. Yeah. And it, it, it's just, I thought that they would, like I said, I thought they would have just sat back and what have you. But it's good to see that they've, They've not done that. I mean, what's it like, Giles, when you when you're playing? And is that a is that coming from the boss? Like, is that coming from him saying, you know, keep pressing, what have you? Or or, or would it sometimes when it looks like you you just you know back to the wall defending? Is that just because they're coming onto you too much? Or, or is it is it coming from the from the manager to say when when, when it's so when it's, so we've continued when that goal, back to like a two two. Yeah, so it's it's two one. Um, two one. They, you know they've they've just scored a goal. Like I was saying before. We'd have just crumbled and defended, but could could that still be the manager saying we need to be attacking? But you just you just physically can't, or it's just like the players. No, I just- think it's just it's natural. It happens at all levels, especially when you know the results prior haven't been been very good. You go to tune it up, you have a bit of confidence, but then when they get a goal back, it's kind of like you think, here we go again. Do you know what I mean? It's just naturally you just get a bit maybe a bit nervous. Um, and you just maybe start doing things a bit different because you, yeah. you you know you don't want to concede another goal, so you might just naturally just drop a bit deeper. Um, so it, was, it was funny because they just didn't do that at all. They yeah, which kept, is brilliant. Attacking and uh, he mentioned it. And that's what you that's what you should do, right? You should yeah, yeah. continue going. It doesn't matter if they've scored. We'll go and get another one. And it seems like that's what that's what they did on Saturday. He did touch on it briefly in the post match interview more, and just said he were happy with how they didn't it didn't phase him. And they just carried on about the business yeah. as they were before, which, like you say, well, it shows a bit of character. Yeah, yeah, we've, not, we've shown not... some character in in the in the team because they could have quite easily have, like you just said, got a bit nervous, started you know defending deep, inviting pressure. Which, when you said after the first half, Plymouth didn't have a sniff, so we didn't need to we didn't need to do that. You know what I mean? So it shows some character that they thought, you know what, it doesn't matter. You know, we conceded a goal, but we'll keep going. We'll keep putting the pressure on them, and it, you know, it paid off because they scored another. You know, we scored another two goals. 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, Uch got that goal. I was, I was made up for him as well, getting getting that goal. You could see how much it meant to mate, him. Mate, I love it when Uch scores a goal. Because <laughs> he's just... It, it just goes crazy. Oh, man. When was the last goal he scored? Were it Arsenal? No, he must, he must nah, have scored. He's scored against Derby, scored since didn't he? Then. This guy, I'm not too sure. He I, 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 I can just picture... I his... think he might have done, you know, actually. That's a shout, that. I think he scored against Derby on the last game of the season. I can just picture his face when he scored against Arsenal. Obviously, when we had him on the pod and he said that yeah. he, didn't, he didn't even touch it as well, so it weren't even his goal. He scored <laughs> against my team, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, but you know, I, just, I can just remember his face when the camera like zoomed zoomed onto him and he was like in, in total disbelief and shock that, yeah. he, that he'd scored. But, I, you know, I was just met up for him, you know, like I say, you could see he ran over to the, to the corner flag, the celebration, the fist pump into the fans. And how many times have we spoken about it, Giles? Uh, we're saying like, all we want, and people have said it on the on the debate show as well. We just want players with with fight and like that determination. Just give everything. Just give everything for the shirt. That's it. You know what I mean? And and Hutchie's one of those players that will give everything. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Give everything. Go on then. Did he? Did he score? I just say another Darth? one. I've just realised before you say it, another game he scored oh, against. Go on then. Go on then. Are you ready? My memory. See this? You're, you're meant to be the stat man. You are very disappointing tonight. <laughs> Mate, did you not, did you not just listen to all them stats from Massimo Longo? <laughs> by the way, and I've got some more coming up as well. So uh, get back. Reading away. Red. Reading away. Hutchie scored. Reading away. Well, he did. He did score against Derby. Well, well done. Forty-five. 49th minute. Oh yeah. Uh, in the fit, in. So forty-five plus four. Nice. Check if he scored against Reading as well, please. Last prior season. to that, prior to that match. Yep. Let's have a look if he scored against. Uh, Joe, you know what? How much are you? Are you pretty confident on this one? I'm confident he scored against Reading away. Away. Oh, okay. Let's have a let's have a look. Sam Hutchinson. Last time he scored. Oh, I, I can't even look for look further back on my uh, on my app. But no, he just you know the, the goal he scored. We're obviously. That was a good header. header. Great ball, by the way, by oh, Hunt. It was, it was on the plate, wasn't it? It was a beautiful ball. Yeah, it was, it was brilliant. I mean, thing is, at that point, I just thought, oh, yes, two goal cushion, you know, a bit of relief and what have you. That's it now. We'll just see the game out. And then, lo and behold, in, in true Wednesday Wednesday fashion, obviously it went back to 3-2. And again, I'm thinking, surely not. Like, you know, they had a bit, a few more attempts, aren't they, in the second half, Plymouth. But they'd, they'd not even been in the game. And I think you said it, like, the two goals he scored, like the four-two scoreline, flattered him really, didn't oh, it? Oh, mate, hundred percent. Not flattered Wednesday, obviously flattered, flattered. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. You know. mm. Well, uh, they had, they had what? They had uh, three shots, two on target. Yeah, mental. So the two it. on target, they scored. It was just like, and I have seen some people. Oh well, we played really well, but we still conceded two. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> let's be honest. That free kick, nothing you could do about it. And then the second one. Fair enough. A bit spawny that the kid. The kid was free in the middle. It was a decent ball in. But come on, it went off the post, off Peacock Farrell's leg. Yeah, that's what, that's what I mean. It was yeah. on another day. That was a lot of luck. Out. A lot of luck on that goal. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I, I can't. We, you know, we can't be too hard hard on ourselves. And to be fair, if we win every game four two, you know, I mean, I'm not bothered about keeping a clean sheet. If we score four every every game. You can you can you know shove your clean sheets up your arse. <laughs> you can always look at you can always look at some faults right in a game. Oh, but mate, always. To be honest yeah. with you, the way the way it's been the last few weeks, I think we've just got to say it was a very good performance, and we just take all the positives out of it, and we don't we don't even need any negatives no, about that no. game. You know what I mean? I mean another one, Josh Windass. Uh, obviously, he came on. To be fair, hey, we've not you've not covered Mendes Lang. We've not covered Mendes Lang yet. Oh yeah, Mendes Lang. Yeah, we haven't even. <laughs> 
<laughs> the, be- the the new Mikhail Antonio. <laughs> I, won't, I won't go that far. <laughs> but no, he had, a, he had a really good game, didn't he? I mean, I don't know if... Um, well, he's got that, isn't he? He's got the pace. He's strong. He's, he's powerful, isn't he? He's got, you know, when he gets going, it's, it's, it's like hard burst, to see. It's isn't it? It's like a turn of pace as well. It's like... Yeah. Loves a step over, Loves a step well. over. And, and, it and, looks, and, and that was a great finish, by the way. He looked confident yeah. on both feet as well. Yeah. Yeah, obviously he finished with his right, and he was putting lots of crosses in with his left. I think he is right footed, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's right footed. Yeah, he's right footed. Because yeah. he, he did want to, you know, he always wanted to cut in on that right, right cutting, on yeah. that right foot. And there were a couple that got blocked, weren't there? Yeah, yeah, and obviously you know he got his goal, which again, obviously he's got off the mark. Um, I mean, I've been impressed with him when he came on. Uh, I can't remember the first game that we that we saw in Wickham. I think it were the first the first time. Yeah, he looked all right, didn't he? He looked decent. He only had about ten or fifteen minutes, so he didn't really have much time to do anything but i thought i thought he did well um and he's he's one of them players that we keep talking about it don't we that one that you know gets you on the edge of your seat and what have you and he he, do, he does that he did yes yeah yeah and he, I think... it, he just wants to run he just wants to run at the defense but let's like... not forget though let's not forget he's missed a lot of football that's what i was yeah. just gonna you know, say he had, his, he had his problems off the field missed a lot of football uh and he's come back he's got his head down well he says he's, he's not even 100 percent yet so, yeah, and I'm I'm sure he's not. I don't think he's lying there. You know, like you said, when you're out of the game for that for that long, believe me, I I've been there and I know it's it's hard. It's hard to get back up to up to speed. And when you're not playing games, you know, because obviously I imagine he had a. I don't know if he did, but a lot of players have a club who they can go and train with while they've not got a club. It seems quite common, but there's nothing like an actual match, is there? Oh, and even yeah. even like without being disrespectful, but even like reserve or under twenty threes games, they're not the same intensity as yeah. a yeah as no a Saturday time. game. It's like a you know first team game, let's say. Exactly. Um, but he's obviously, like I say, he's obviously he's obviously worked hard and he's taken his opportunity. And whether even I mean, obviously, like you say, it, it probably has taken him some time to get there. But also the fact that obviously Theo's gone back, yeah, and he's gone right. Here Who, we who's, go. the, who's Theo, by the way? Yeah. So, <laughs> He's got a good goal, didn't he, to be fair? <laughs> yeah, we'll not talk about it. Nathaniel Mendes Lang scored no, no, a goal no. as well. So, Mate, a uh, great goal. And, and an assist. assist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Two shit. Mm. Mm. Mate, exactly. <laughs> so, he's probably done him well, hasn't he, that Theo's gone back. Obviously, yeah, no, that's he's what had, I mean. Like the, chance, like the Shay Dunkley thing earlier in the season when he had to... I'm not saying we haven't got any... Well, we haven't at the moment, to be fair, because other than if we played Johnson there, Shadipo's injured, uh, whatever, whatever. But so... Fair play to him. Yeah, and Brown, we haven't seen Brown for first half. He ran him ragged. Yeah, and like second half, he had he had a couple of moments, but first half, but they doubled up on him in the second half because as soon as he cut in and smashed that goal in, yeah, that was it. Second yeah. half, they were just they were two of him on him yeah, every his, time. His, his number they? were marked, weren't it? But, to, to be fair, oh no, but, but like I say, he and the thing is, they doubled up on him. They thought obviously he's going to cut inside and try and cross it or shoot, yeah. and he started pinging him in with his left foot. So. Yeah. Fair play to him. He played really well. Yeah, he, he, like I, I just hope that he can push on from that as well. I just hope that he's not just a flash in the pan. And you know, obviously we'll see next week on against Oxford. Obviously we'll we'll talk about that game in a in a bit in a short while. But I, I just hope that he, it's you know it's the sign of things to come, and and hopefully he can put in them performances. And it's you know it's something that we that we expect him to expect him to do. And you know when you're running at, your, at the fullback and what have you, you know putting him under pressure and. That, that's well apparently I, I spoke to Chris Errington who, who I spoke to um, for the preview show for the Oppo's View and I spoke to him after the game and um, and he just said that you know your fullbacks just nullified any attacking threat that we had so obviously that, you know he's referring to Mendes Lang and Hunt on that one so them getting forward 
is just stopping their their fullbacks from from advancing in it. So so yeah, like we, we've obviously done us done his own work on him. But I, but I suppose you know at times we've been we've been saying that we've kind of changed our system to to combat the opposing team. But I don't think we really did that. I just think we just well we hadn't really. I don't think we'd done well. I don't think we changed the system, but in terms of like personnel and the way and, we okay yeah i get what you mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. and like you know he's, he's, he's put certain plays in certain positions because of x y and z. i know his hand's been hands been forced with injuries but i think we just played a high tempo if, if you if we play a high tempo um you know pressing game i think we're going to win more games than we than we're going to lose you know come the uh come the end of the season uh i'll, I'll go on to josh windass then um obviously he came he came on you know late on in the game Got his goal again. I mean, what a pass by Liam Palmer, by the way. Yeah, he had a great game as well. Yeah, it was just, just the. I mean, I, I didn't realize at the, at the time. Obviously, I watched it back. And I didn't realize how soon after the their goal straight from the kickoff. Wasn't yeah, it? but I mean, it, obviously, I, I was there and what have you. But you get you know all the emotions and what have you. And but I just didn't realize it was literally four passes or something um, from the kickoff. And wait, well, like once kickoff. One and then another one to Palmer, and then he. Well, I think he went back to Hutch, didn't mm-hmm. it? Then Hutch, Hutch lays it off to Palmer. One look up, pings a ball. Like what? Great a touch ball. by by Windass, oh, though. Mate, I, I nearly had an orgasm when he uh, <laughs> <laughs> when, when he controlled Wait, it. The, the touch and finish. Oh, oh mate, like I just it was, it was quality. Just, it, it was, was quality. Just next level, weren't it? Like he, he controlled it and then good finish as well. To be to oh be yeah, fair. Was, he um, slotted it. Yeah, but I mean, just looking at at, at Windass as well. I mean, he's. I think he's played 100, 147 minutes of football, and that's what three substitute appearances and one and one start, and he scored three goals, which is like one goal every forty-seven minutes, I think it is, or forty-nine minutes. It's it's a great return, isn't it? I mean, yeah, a great return. Listen, just, no one ever can say anything about his ability because he he always produces. It just seems like this season he's he's had. He's had injuries, which is setting back, yeah, and it's kind of upset the, the the squad in a way because he was a big part of that. Yeah, I mean, um, we got into that celebration or the uh, lack of celebration. What did you What did you think of that, Liam? It winds me up. I don't. I don't like it. Once is fine. That one, the last time against when, uh, he, scuffed, when he scuffed it and it came back down for him. Yeah, but I just I don't get it. Like and to be fair, I was few. I just I don't I don't get it. I don't, I really don't get it, and it winds me up. I don't know why. It's just a little. I'm not too sure, really. I, I don't know why he didn't celebrate. I don't know why players don't celebrate against unless it's the, against their old club, maybe. You know, and they they put their hands but up. Don't they? Then, they don't want to celebrate, then, but it's a goal. You, you want to you want to show some emotion. You score. Yeah, it's the best thing I, ever to score a goal. And how it came as well, literally straight after they had scored. It was like to it just killed the game off as well. It's like it? it's like, and. It's like he's been, I know he's been injured and whatever else. So you'd think, right, he came back, scored that goal against, uh, who was it? MK Dons. MK Dons. Got injured again. Well, he scored against Wickham as well the week after. And then he got, then he got injured. Then he got injured. Then he comes back and scores on his first game back. Surely well, you want to show some like, but it's like. Emotion, it's, 100%. It's like but the we fan, don't know. The way it looks to me, it's like we've been giving him shit and saying he's not good and whatever else. And he's he's standing there. You know, like when Tevez gave yeah, you know. but is it maybe that he was expecting to start? I don't know. It you know, maybe he's pissed off that he didn't start the game. But oh, there's a- be so many reasons why. Yeah. I was annoyed at the time. But to be fair, I watched you, the. You still sound sound annoyed now. To be fair, you like. oh, sound no. quite angry. <laughs> 
Mate, I am. I, d- I don't. And the thing is, I don't want to be negative because after this performance, I don't want to be negative. But he does. He he winds me up. We'll allow one negative. He winds. Right. He, he winds me up a bit. He's daft on Twitter. That's something else. But yeah, listen, I don't think you need to look too much into it. I know. And what he's, you're oh saying. no, 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 no! It's not the celebration. It's just him in it. And, and it yeah, comes, but listen, that's some footballers are like that, right? It comes with him, I suppose. But it's just like. At the end of the day, who cares what he does off the pitch? Oh, no, no, but I'm going to say, like, sometimes on the pitch, it seems like he thinks he's he's got a bit of, like, I'm great. Maybe he's got a bit, you know, a bit too big time, maybe a bit arrogance. But at the end of the day, if he, like, I go back to it, if he's producing... Let him do what he's doing. Obviously, we need to see him. Hopefully, he stays fit and we can see... What he's got because the partnership with Gregory could be dangerous. Oh yeah, it could be. It could, could be. be like... I mean, what I was, what I was going to say was, obviously, I'm fuming about. I don't like the nerve celebration, but when I did watch the highlights, when I can't remember it was who it scored, it might have been the first or second goal. Yeah, he was warming up and he went over and celebrated. So yeah. I let him off a bit. Go but... on then, <laughs> G- Giles. What, what's your what's your celebration? I know you don't score too many goals, but you do score a few. Uh, what's no, your? What's your I just I probably do a little bit like a hutchie. I just fucking run and like yeah. <laughs> Get in there! Yeah, do, do you see, I mean, what, what's best celebration you've seen? Like from, uh, like what's what's the celebrations in Grimsby camp? Has has someone got a decent one? Is anyone doing any backflips? You know, stuff like that. Rolling bowling. I think I think McAtee does a little backflip. To be honest, I can't remember. But at the moment, we scored two unbelievable goals. By the way, I don't know if you've seen our goals. I've not seen them, but I've, I've heard about them. Oh, a volley or something. I'm telling you, goal of the seasons. Really? Goal of the season. I'm telling you, both of them, goal of the season. They were unbelievable goals. A volley on the edge of the box from McAtee. Uh, and then Maguire drew, drew Maguire. He's cutting on the left and he's just whipped it. The keeper didn't even move right in the top corner. Top I promise bins. Top bins, mate. Brilliant, brilliant goals. And, and all of them just ran to the fans. We all just ran to the fans because, like you said, we haven't, put, we haven't been playing the best. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Uh, results haven't gone very well. We've, I think that's the first win in nine games. So it's yeah. it was a lot of emotions when, when we scored. Uh, and you could, you could see that throughout the whole, the whole, you know, the whole squad. Go on then, Liam. What, what would your, if you were a footballer, what, what would your celebration be? Darts, darts in it. Well, hey, <laughs> Madison, Madison gave it the darts one. He's given it the darts one before, hasn't he? But we were as well. We were talking to the group last night, weren't we? Yeah. We both, at the same time, me and Mapping both put the just give it the Alan Shearer because I don't think uh, I'd like to have said Robbie Keane, but agility is <laughs> not my. Uh, I've never been blessed with agility, so I don't think I've managed that one. Yeah, maybe, do- maybe, maybe just the forward roll. I don't know. Do you know <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you not fancy the Lamar and the Lawa Lawa? Which one? You said that was like, don't you do like some sort of 10 backflips? Yeah, 10 backflips in a somersault and like literally could be in. And then goes for. Ten. What was I thinking earlier? I thought I won earlier. I'll just do the it. Shearer just purely because I'd, I'd score. I'd, I'd just, that all that, that's that's all that what would come out. I, think like, I, I wouldn't know what else to do. I'd just kind of just panic and just do a bit of a... I uh, think I like, um, on the whole, I like Vardy. I like Vardy because yeah. he, he varies it up. And he pisses off the other fans. He's a bit of a shit house. When he's scored got against it. United, you've got to love it. Well, first one he give it like the like I say the Carlos cup tennis, in the ears. Cup yeah. in the ears. Yeah. Second time he just obliterated the corner flag, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then when he scored against Wolves and went up and gave it the woo yeah. <laughs> to the fans. No, he used to watch soccer AM, and he used to uh, what the one that I seen with the uh, with the fish. Oh, the dead like, fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in like Denmark or something. And yeah, they've like, you know, cast cast the rod out and he's laid on the floor. floor like, <laughs> yeah, waddling around and what have you. I mean, Bullards, you got it, Bullards, when he sat them all down, oh, like, yeah, when that, he, after, that he hole? after he kicked, yeah, after Brown that, uh, yeah. kept him out. Oh, yeah, there. that was a good one. On that the field. One, that, uh, I mean, you've got to have a, you've got to have a laugh at it. Oh, joke, yeah, we were saying, we also, oh, enjoy it. You've got to enjoy it. It's the hardest thing to do to score a goal, right? Oh, mate, he's just running. Just fucking jumped on it. Didn't even do the knee. Shock, he's tackling. He's tackling again. When he scored a goal, and he's tackling the corner flag, didn't he? Was <laughs> Mate, jumping, he jumped straight on his ass. I thought bloody hell. I think he's the only player that tries to get a yellow card <laughs> when he scores. Yeah, yeah. We were really saying honourable mention has to go out to Chef Kikuchi though as well. Yeah, that is uh, that that celebration when he first did it. When I'd seen <laughs> it, I'm thinking, fuck it, what is he doing? Jumping like, on his chest. <laughs> pigeon <laughs> chest. Playing that punk. I know. Surely he must have broke a few ribs. Yeah. Like, obviously, another one that you want to avoid is the Leon Clark. What? Kicking, <laughs> kicking the advertising audience. <laughs> and breaking your foot. <laughs> yeah. Not, not that, that's not the best one, that one, is it? To, <laughs> no. be, to be fair. I'm just trying to think of any other like celebrations that I've, uh, that I've seen. I've seen, um, I mentioned that one in a Diego Forlan when he uh, took the, ripped, ripped his shirt off, swinging it round his head. And then uh, it was that man new shirt with the uh, like the black lining inside, mm. um, and he couldn't get his shirt back on. And I th- I'm I'm pretty certain that that's the game where obviously now it's a yellow card anyway. You take your shirt off. Um, that is the game that because it took him about five minutes to get his shirt back on. I think he had to get another shirt uh, and put and put that one on because he could not get it on. Um, <laughs> I have to find it on YouTube or something like that. But but yeah, I'm pretty certain that that's that's why there's now a. Um, you know, a yellow card, bookable offence for for taking your shirt off. So, so just there you uh, go. Stat man just coming up with a little uh, good stat there. <laughs> fact. Can't pick and choose when you're the stat man. <laughs> you the stat man all night. All right. Actually, that's fact, man. I suppose I've changed, I've changed my name. Um, I mean, Giles, what's what's the actually before I get onto that, man of the match. Who is it for you? We know who it is for me. I nearly went to Meadowall to. Uh, What's it called? Matt Spielman, is it? Oh, yeah. Nearly got a picture printed out for the mantelpiece today. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> you didn't. I didn't. Okay, I was, I was tempted there. Do you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you on for next week. I am going to get might you. Even, might even get upgraded to the bedside table. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get you a little A4 with a frame picture of Massimo Luongo and get it. You know I'll get it. You got, you got well, a there's, 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 a, there's a space free above the uh, oh, above man. the fireplace. I might, I might get an A3 one then if, uh, if, we can, if we can... Club shot, is there a poster? 
<laughs> what, what's it? Is he on calendar? Like, why, why is your calendar on September? <laughs> stuck on September all year round. <laughs> You've gone round each club he's been to and got the month three days are wrong, mate. It's just him all year round. <laughs> Quality. It closely, closely followed by Mendes Lang, though. Yeah, I mean, uh, who would you say man at match with from what you've seen? Because I didn't watch the whole game, but I yeah. think reading up, Upon on the reports, listening to what the fans said, it, it looks like you know Mass was was uh, man in the match. Yeah, I'm I'm going to go for Mendes Lang. I just I was just so impressed with him. Obviously, we know what what uh, Mass can do. Um, you know, he's done it many many well not not too many times. He's been injured, any but you know we know what he can do. But for for Mendes Lang to get his goal and an assist as well, just the performance that he put in, I think that were top draw. I mean, I put a poll out on Twitter. Um, the options were Mendes, Lang, Silaso, um, Massimo Luongo and Sam Hutchinson. And, and Luongo with 46% won that vote. Mendes, Lang got 40% as well. So quite a lot of people it was uh, close. You know, also thought that he had a had a great performance. But I think that the takeaway from, from Saturday was, Liam, you've already mentioned it, is the fact that not one person had a bad game. You could probably say Barry Bannon, his shooting boots weren't on, but he didn't have a bad game. Um, Dele Bashiru... He were solid. Yeah, there was nothing. Again, there was there was nothing to complain about. Well, there were no mistakes, were there? No, really? no. There, and he, not... and he, in a couple of times, he picked and drove, and he was strong like he normally is. But it's because the guy next to him had a blinder. So, <laughs> but it's it, funny yeah. though because it was funny because last week we were saying we don't care how we win, we just want to win, right? Yeah. We just need the three points. Yeah, yeah. And I, but it looks like we've got a performance as well as the three yeah. points, which is double whammy, which, yeah. Which is double whammy, exactly. Because yeah. I, I think we even, it might have been on the debate show, like there was a couple of people saying, and I maybe said, minimum, minimum, we needed a good performance draw. But that was just, I mean, to be fair, <clears throat> I didn't really know how to feel about it. And I was sat with uh, Tom, who I sit with, and he was like, I'm not, and I, and just as we were getting there to sit down, I was like, I'm really confident today. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was. Well, I weren't. I, I, weren't. I, I was so. I don't, I don't know what it was. I said it would be sound today. I was right up for it, and I just got like, I Can don't you know. Do that every week, please. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I mean, I, I saw a message on the on the WhatsApp, and it was half time. And it said, at what, at what time do we back the draw? And then uh, there were a reply saying at three nil, <laughs> which so, I thought was quite funny. To be fair, Giles, I, pre- I think I am like that every week. I think uh, I was like that this uh, wait. What day was it? Whenever, whenever England bowled. Uh, oh no, this morning England. I watched in the cricket. England went into bat, and Australia had set whatever it was. England was sixty-eight for no loss, no, no wicket, and I thought, well, the hell, we could win this. And then they got rolled forever, and it was so. I don't think my, I don't think me feeling up for it. Darts chat last week was was just acceptable. Cricket chat. That no, not not a chance, mate. No, what do no. you mean, mate? Sport, sport, innit? I'm just saying, my optimism. I, I'm forever the optimist. That's all I'm saying. We'll be losing. So it don't count for anything. We'll be losing listeners if we start talking <laughs> about cricket. <laughs> hey, I'm no. not going to go into who scored what. <laughs> it well, was just a reference. No, only only joking. Mate. <laughs> now, um, yeah, I mean, an- another another thing that I want to want to want to talk about um, is just the one thing I realised with the the average age of the squad yesterday. By the way. Like if you if you look, I mean there were six out of the eleven were over thirty. Giles, you've still got a chance, mate. Um, <laughs> Johnson, Hutch, Palmer, Hunt, Bannon, and Gregory. Uh, eight of the eleven were over twenty nine. Uh, that's adding Massimo Luongo and Nathaniel Mendes Lang in there. Um, you know, average age of twenty, well, no, nearly twenty nine uh, for for an average age. 
That's quite old, that, isn't it, Giles? If it, when that is, yeah, I'm a bit, I'm a bit surprised to be honest with you. But it just shows that, you know, it, it's experience. not always about it, well, experience. Exactly, it's not always about young players, right? I think I've always said it. There's got to be a mix. Um, I mean, the only young, young and some the experience. Only, the only younger ones than that, obviously, Bailey Peacock, Farrell. Um, then you've got uh, Deli Bashiru, I think's nineteen. I think so. He pulls the mm-hmm. the average down quite a bit. Um, who else? Who else? Silasau, I think he's 24, 25 years old. Uh, well, it, it seems like Moore's obviously gone for the experience. Listen, he needed something, right? He needed to pull something out of the bag. He's gone with the you know with the more experienced players who've maybe been in these situations to to get himself out, and it and it worked. Yeah, I mean the Plymouth. Um, just look at theirs. There's their average age was what twenty five point six. So uh, you know a lot, a lot younger side. But I just thought that the experience just worked. Um, you know the the fact that you just looked calm. You know the, throughout the whole spine of the side, you've got Gregory up top, you've got Mass and Bannon in the middle, and then you've got Hutch at the back. I mean you've still got you know Hunt, uh, Palmer, uh, Johnson. They've, you know, they've all they've all been there and done that, and I think that's perhaps what we needed after them two defeats. Just a bit of a, you know, just steady the ship a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, exactly. But it's weird because we didn't we didn't really just steady the ship. We just went at full full attack mode, and um, I mean, it was great to see. I mean, what obviously, I suppose Grimsby have kind of been in the same in the same position with uh, you know a run of bad results and what have you. So what would the um, what what would the mood have been like like in the dressing room after that after that win? Like I say, it must have been the same at uh, at Grimsby this week. Yeah, of course, it's relief. You know, it's it was a massive result for us. We needed the win. Um, we were all you know happy. Of course, yeah, we haven't won in nine, so yeah, to win was uh, was a was a good feeling because we haven't experienced it for some time. Yeah, so I mean, obviously they were trying not to be getting too carried away. I'm I'm guessing, but. Would it just be that, like I said, just literally relief that, like, I suppose whatever they've been working on in training for the past two weeks, is it's come off? Yeah, yeah, listen, we've been working hard. You know, when you have bad results, of course, confidence goes. Um, but like I say, the only way that you're going to get out of, out of a bad rut is by working hard on the training field. And that's all we've been doing. You know, we've been putting the, the, the hard work in. Um and I always feel like if you keep doing that, eventually it will pay off. It's obviously paid off, you know, a little, it's taken a little bit too long to pay off, to be honest with you, but it's paid off. And hopefully now we can go on a, go on a run. Yeah. Um, now I just want to um, talk about Patreon as well at this, at this point, obviously once, you know, thanks to the Terrace who allow us to do the, uh, the giveaway every week. Um, obviously Terrace to all sorts of club merchandise, uh, mouse mats, bar runners, mugs, replica re- retro shirts, you name it, they do it. Uh, even do swim shorts, of which we've uh, we've ordered some, haven't we, Liam? Yeah, I'm ready for uh, that sport that I'm not allowed to mention in the uh, Barbados <laughs> in, uh, in March. What, dart? We're going to Barbados <laughs> to play darts? It's <laughs> a long way to play darts, but anyway. Uh, yeah, but, you know, we've picked some of them. I've got some of the retro shirts as well, the quality of the, the 91 League Cup final one, which looks decent. Um, so yeah, head over to the uk to have a look at what they've got to offer. Now, the winner of this week's giveaway, um, I'll announce that in a second, but obviously, if you want to get involved, then remember all you've got to do uh, to be entered is to sign up to be a Patreon member. As a member, you get access to uh, all 30 plus interviews that we've done so far. That works out at what, less than 
20 pence an episode it must be i've not done the maths but uh but yeah there's there's loads of, of interviews with former players managers uh even the one with lee strafford as well who gives a, who gives an amazing insight of what it would like to be chairman uh at, at the at the time obviously last week we had part two of emerson tome which had quite um some good reviews and what have you which is which is always nice to see um anyway the um, the, the winner this week uh, is Daniel Watson. So congratulations to you, Daniel. Drop me a message, get in touch. Uh, we've got a few different prizes uh, that you can choose from. So drop me a message and I'll get that all sorted for you. Now, um, we asked for you know a few talking points from, from the listeners and a few people have got involved, so I've picked a few out. Uh, Luke uh, Coops360 on Twitter, he's put uh, very, very light rumours of a takeover. I saw a uh, uh, a screenshot of this uh, earlier on. Uh, if it came to be true, would you be happy if Chancery sold up? Uh, also, what is your opinion on Chancery and how do you assess his time at Sheffield Wednesday? Oh, God. I don't think we've got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that might be a, uh, a special in the, in the summer if he's still here, I suppose. We're we all getting zero listeners. <laughs> now, I mean, yeah, go on then, Liam. So if there was a takeover right now, what what would you what would your stance be? It depends who it is and what they what they're going to bring and all that jazz. I mean, I wouldn't be too if they were if they were decent and I, I wouldn't be too. What do you class as decent though? What's decent? Well, it depends. Obviously, what the what I'd like to see is someone who come in with an idea with a, a with, plan. Yeah, no, and be more talk to the fans, be more upfront and honest with the fans because then you don't. As much as fans might still kick off, I don't think we'd get as bigger outrage and as bigger reactions. If, if for example, and people might not like it, but whatever, if we just said, we've got a three-year plan to get up from League One, if we do it before, happy days, but X, Y, and Z. And just someone someone who who's done it before, maybe, Um I just, yeah. I, I, so would you would you be happy with it with a takeover then? Yeah, if they were the right person, I wouldn't want it to go to another. I wouldn't want it to go to another person who's doing it as a bit of a uh, a laugh. Well, it's not a laugh in it. It's not. I know, a laugh, I know, I know what you mean, though. Yeah, I know what you mean. It, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just think that we we kind of forget as well, don't we? What what the chairman has done for the club, right? I know... Yeah, he's piled loads thing. of money in, hasn't he? Yeah, he yeah, can't. So, exactly. And a lot of a lot of chairmen wouldn't, wouldn't have done that, right? So, of course... And, and let's not forget, we had COVID. You know, we had lockdown. We, every club suffered. We were, every we club were, has suffered. In my opinion, we were done before that. But yeah. it's... It, yeah, maybe. Maybe, but it definitely... You know, it didn't help. Let's no, be no, it didn't help. But you can't, you can't grumble. You can't deny that he's put loads of money in. But realistically, on the face of it, where's it got us? Yeah, but is that the chairman's fault completely? Maybe, I'm, I'm maybe. Say, <laughs> Matt, no, Matt. I don't know. Listen, I know the chairman. Listen, I know the chairman, right? And, you know, his right-hand man or whoever he's got working for him, you know, employ the managers, right? But let's be honest. He's then backed the managers and he's given the managers money to go and spend, Right. It, dep- it depends what year. Well, I yeah, don't know. You look at it. Look, to look, it. Let's, let's talk about the first few years, right? The first few years, when, when I left Sheffield Wednesday, you know, the, the, 
I don't like to talk about wages, but I'm sure the top earner was was maybe 10, 12 grand a week. Yeah. And then it shot up to probably what, 40, 40 grand? Yeah, 40s. That's crazy. Jo- jo- Martin, and that's right. because, and, and the only reason why he did that is because he thought that to get the best players, he had to give them the most money to, to, to get them to come to the club. Whether that's right or wrong, he went for it, right? He went for it in the first couple of years. He thought, fuck it, I'm, I'm doing whatever it takes for this club to get to the Premier League. Now, it didn't work. It didn't work. But let's not forget what he did, right? Yeah, uh, but the, I, you, you say that, but then for me, I get that and it's great, fantastic. But he had so many advisors that have left. He's had, he's tried well, to have maybe people that's around. The problem. Maybe it's the people that he's had around him. That yeah, I know, but well, all the fact that he do not want advice and he wants to do it his way. That's that's the way I well, see well, it. Well, again, and, we don't know that, right? You're just but, saying, but, but we don't oh, yeah, know but, what's but, actually but, going on. Yeah, yeah, but right. So he threw money at it. It didn't work. There was no disaster plan, no recovery plan. He's got all these players, Abde, Dave, jo- Dave Jones, the crab. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Jones, the crab, yeah. yeah. That's... Um, well, like oh, Fernando Forestieri as well. well yeah, and... but... You can Jordan like... Rhodes, he's tried with him, you know, giving him... Basically, my point is, McGugan, that's what I was looking for. You've got all these players that we've offered these wages to who weren't good enough for whatever reason, whoever that is. He's not got a great scouting, whatever. But again, that's his job. He runs the club. And they're going to sit there on these wages because no one in the right mind is going to pay him anything else. So they'll but sit how, and Is that, is that the chairman's down. fault? Is that the chairman's fault? Well, it's in the... Because the managers, the managers have brought these players in, right? But then another manager comes in, doesn't want these players, but they've given them two three-year deals. But, As a player, if you're on X amount of money but and surely, you can't get another club... Well, of course you're going to stay. Surely it's the chairman that suggests the wages and signs off the wages and signs off however many years contract. But my point is, basically, you can't, you can't, he tried to give it a go. We didn't quite get there. But all the other shit around it, no plan, no way of getting out of it. Oh, of course. Listen, I'm not saying that that he's an amazing chairman, right? I'm not saying that. And of course, we all know that there's things that, we don't agree with that, you know, what, what he's done, uh, even with the young players, letting them go, um, tickets, season ticket. There's, there's a lot of things that the chairman has done that, that, that we don't, we don't agree with. Right. Yeah. But I'm just saying that it, it can't all be negative, negative towards a chairman because of the past as well. Let's, I, I just think a lot of fans forget what he's actually done for the club. Right. He, he definitely put the club in a better position than what it was before he was there. Yeah, I mean, my, my take on it all is, yeah, you know, you, you mentioned there, you know, he, he's gone for the promised land. We've, we've, we've paid over the odds in terms of wages for, for certain players. We put them on big contracts, probably to, to, to draw them to Sheffield Wednesday because before that, we weren't great. Do you know what I mean? We, we, we'd not, you know, we weren't pushing for playoffs at all. We were we were kind of bottom half of the, uh, of the league that's that's kind of where we were, um, you know, like a, not let's say a poor championship side, but we weren't pulling up any trees. So to get these players to come to Sheffield Wednesday, like your um, Jack Hunts and like your um, Forestieres and, and players like players like that, Daniel Padil, we've had to pay the you know the big wages and and get put them on the contracts to to, to attract them. And yes, we need. Well, them. That's also because yeah. a lot of champ clubs, right? Derby back in the day, I know they're obviously in a in a bit they're of getting a, rinsed for it like we are. Well, so. Of course, they're getting rinsed as well. But I mean, Cardiff, uh, Derby, 
um, Forest. There's there's a lot of clubs. I'm, I'm, I know I'm missing missing yeah. more. But, but that, but that like, pay big money in the championship. Yeah, of course, and, you, and you've got to do that to get out of the championship. Out of the championship, and I get that, and it was but, great on that season, and 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 we're just paying for that. Well, we've we've paid for that now, and we've had to wait all this time. It's just unfortunate that obviously we've got that we got relegated, and, and he's had to do all these other things to try and you know sell the stadium. And I think he was just probably badly advised or poorly advised throughout. He, the whole he knows process. he's made mistakes. The yeah, chairman will, and, will be the first to hold his hand up. I'm sure then, to say, you know, he's he done mistakes. anything to. Well, that, well, that's the point I'm going to come on to to, re- to rectify him or do things differently because you think, oh yeah. And well, what, what, what think- could he? Do? Okay, hold on. What could he have done differently in the in the sense of the managers that have probably let him down? That haven't you know haven't got the best. Yeah, but what, out of the, what have they? What has he promised him? Like, and what has he said they're going to get? And well, it, it, we don't know. That's, you, you're just going on hearsay. You know what I mean? It's not. We we don't know the facts. Well, Matt Marcel, well, yeah, but either either side either side hearsay in it. So well, Matt, we're, Matt, we're not going to know. My it, point on the what is he doing? I, I, I think this season, um, it, it's clear to see that obviously you know. The managers weren't signing the players before. It was clear that they were the, they were the advisors that were that were saying buy this, buy that. You know, it, that, I think that's why Tony Pulis probably left. Obviously, we don't we don't know, but um, obviously clearly problems. But I think when Darren Moore's come in, it's clear that them players that we've brought in are Darren Moore. Well, well, I'm not 100 percent certain on that, but it, it's it looks like it that they're Darren Moore signing. So if so, it looks like Darren uh, that Chancery is taking a bit of a step back and gone. Here you go, do what you can. I mean, I know. He's had to sign off the wages and stuff. Um, I know we've had, we've had you know we can't spend any money and things like that, so it's probably a little bit easier in that regards. He's not spending all the money, so it's not really a a big a big purchase for him. But it looks like he's he's, he's handed the reins over to a certain degree. Uh, he's brought in uh, is it Liam Liam Dooley for the uh, you know for it looks like we're trying to do a little bit more in terms of because that was my biggest gripe that we're not bringing any advertising <clears throat> revenue in or anything like that. We're just kind of it's all these made-up companies and stuff. So it, it looks like, look, he's got a long way to go, but I do I do think that he's, he's trying to do things uh, and he probably has realised what his mistakes are. Unfortunately, it's took him probably three years I'm sceptical because as soon as he was back in the country, that all that rubbish kicked off with the season tickets and it just, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm... I, I, I think his time is, I think his time's up. I'll be honest with you. I think, I think a change... But the, like Liam said, the right change, not just change. Yeah, to no, no, we're not just going to bring some same, same one of these. Exactly, who's got millions and it, to spend, and it's a bit of a fun for him the, and whatever else. And, and then you, and then it could actually go even worse. Yeah, yeah. So and, it's got and, to be the right, the right chairman. It is, the it right is tricky, and, to, to and it's, it's it's tricky because you say, oh, there's not many that. But you look at, and I said it the other week, and I know they've not been there before, but you look at your Brightons, uh, not Brighton, sorry, your Bournemouth, obviously they've gone back down, but Bournemouth, Brentford, you don't need to pay these. Obviously, it's a long-term thing, but would you rather... Yeah, but you look at Wolves, though. and then Wolves Bournemouth, Bournemouth pay big money, by the way. Well, got, I, I think they've got Russian, they've got Russian investors. They got big money, Bournemouth, big money. They, I mean, obviously, after they've been in the Prem for a few years, but I'm saying... Before they got, I know it. It took. I'm saying on the way up, they've not always on the way up. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. But but the thing is, and it once you get there, because what do you want to be? Do you want to be one of these sides like Norwich? Who? Yeah, yo-yo. Yo-yo team. (laughs) I don't know, and this is just. I think Norwich is is a great example, right? They're always steady. They don't go too, too ridiculous overspending. Uh, but then they, you know, they they have the right recruitment. 
that gets them out of the championship. It just seems like they, a little bit like Rotherham in a way. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, Rotherham yeah, always seem to go up, yeah. but then they can't kick on and, and invest. I don't know if, if, if the chairman then doesn't want to give that, that extra fund to, to push them to the next level, right? The, same with saying, the, thing, the thing is with Transaria as well, obviously, if we'd have won, at Wembley that day, yeah, it could have been it could have been completely oh, different because so if we'd have, if we'd have won, we wouldn't have had all the crap with the financial fair playing. And I'm sure if Sheffield Wednesday had gone up in that playoff final, right, we would be doing this podcast talking about Sheffield Wednesday v Man United. That's if, honestly if, if what... we'd have gone up, I'd, I'd have had a golden elephant in my front living room. <laughs> you but that. the thing is, for me, would you rather be? And I think. It was also mentioned in the more in, more out debate show the other week. Someone said a quick fix. I'm fed up with quick fixes. I'm fed up with going through managers. Would yeah. you rather yeah, would I you agree. rather build something that's a team that's sustainable is the right word, but I know what you mean though, yeah. Like Rotherham, like Rotherham. Mm. They they've got a core set of players that have been there for a long time. Wood's been yeah. there for how long? Yeah. Um whoever else. And it's just do you want this? up and down, up and down, up and down? Or do you want to build something what'll we can go up to the championship, we'll probably be solid there for a season, maybe two but seasons. then you've got to go again. And then, then make a push again. again. But it's all from, you've got, for me... Steady the ship. Yeah, it's got yeah, to be, you've got to have it. You've got to have a plan. You've got to have a plan. Yeah. Before, we, just, before we move on... I just don't seem to be there, here's my point. Yeah, before we move on, I just want to say that I think he probably wanted to um, sell the club beforehand but obviously COVID and things like that, nobody's going to buy a football club during all those times. It was like, what, a season and a half, you know, no fans and things like that. Um, but, but the club's, a League One club is not going to be worth as much as what a championship club is. So perhaps, you know, it's, it's perhaps all, you know, for me, I don't think anything, these rumours are, are true. Um, could probably be proven wrong this week or next week or whatever, but I, I don't think there's anything in it. Uh, I think because I think he's come out and said that you know he's pumped so much money into, into the club, he wants to recuperate some of that money. So, he's, what he's, you can understand, right? Yeah, and, 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 and we're in a, a decent position. You know, we're what three points off the playoffs at the moment. So there is, you know, we're not like seventeenth and battling relegation. So there's a there's a distinct possibility that we could go up this season or have a decent season. And and he's probably looking. Well, you know, I'll 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 hold it out. But I do think if slash when we get back into into the championship, he's probably going to sell the club, hand over the reins, and and, and we're like, I've I've had me I've had me a bit of fun. Um, it's not fun at all. And let, I'll let I'll let someone else uh, I'll let someone else do it. Um, I just, I'll just read another um tweet as as well that uh, that's coming from Michael, uh, and it kind of leads us into his next uh, next little point. Uh, with rumours of Danny Barr and Mark Beavers signing, uh, is Giles hoping for a phone call from Darren Moore? <laughs> nah, tell him I've already had the phone call. <laughs> Exclusive. <big. laughs> How much money is nah. Chelsea giving you? Is it a, is it a seven-year contract? <laughs> no, 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 no wonder we were uh, defending Chancery. Yeah, just, I was going to just... say, listen, I've just been on the, oh, I've just come off the phone to him. That's why I'm giving him, you know, all the props and saying, yeah, he's a good chairman. <laughs> Give me a deal. Give me another two-year deal. Come on. Hey, to, be, to be fair, we do have quite a few listeners from Thailand. Maybe... Uh, Maybe he's one of them, so you never, nah, you, nah. you never, you never know. No, nah, uh, my time, my time's definitely, definitely up there. But yeah, uh, obviously, Dan Abart, uh, just literally you know, half an hour, an hour before we started recording, uh, that was um, you know put out there that there's, there's interest in him. Obviously, he wasn't in the in the squad today uh, for the, for the Stoke game against Hull. Well, they signed they signed Jagielka last night, didn't they? Because he couldn't re-sign for Derby, and he was straight in the 
I heard that he was straight in, in and he, he was man the match, I heard. I've not seen it, to be fair. So obviously that's, that, that's kind of Danny Bart is giving him his, you know, that, that's the opportunity. Some, of, uh, leave, Dar- Derby, some of Derby County's misery could, uh, could come back to us, hopefully. Yeah, right, I yeah, mean, yeah. first of all, <laughs> I, I always come to you, Liam, first, but I'll go to Giles instead. Giles, Danny Bart coming back to Wednesday, would that be a good signing or not? I'm a bit like you. I don't really like all these old ex-players coming back to the, back to the clubs. But Danny done really well when he was with us in League One. Yeah. Um, yeah. When we got promoted, he, he he's a good player. He's played. He's gone on to have a very good career. Um, Did he get player of the season that that year? He might have done. I remember yeah. him being brilliant. Like, yeah, no, he was very good. He was very very good. He he then went back to Wolves. He then played many games, Captain Wolves, then got a move to Stoke. So he's had a very, very good career. Well, he got promoted with Wolves, didn't he, as well, to the Premier League. Obviously, yeah. he didn't, I don't think he's made any uh, appearances in the Premier League, but uh, but then went, you know, gone Stoke, played what, over 100 yeah. games. Again, Captain, he's a leader because every, you know, yeah. most clubs he's been at, he's, he's then captain, captain the team. So, listen, I'm not one for players coming back, but I think Danny, knowing him as a person and, and, and a character how professional he is, it wouldn't be a bad signing in, in my eyes. Yeah, I mean, even if he'd not played for us and what have you, I mean, when you look at his, you know, what he's done and what he's achieved and what have you, I think he's, what, 30, 31 years old, I think he is. Um, it, it, Yeah, it's a, it, you know, I'm the same as you, Giles, in terms of players coming back. There's more players than just the players that have played for us. But that being said, it wasn't Darren Moore that um, that managed him when, when he was mm-hmm. here. So it's a different player for him. Uh, I know. I suppose players are, are more likely to come because then you know he knows what it's like. He knows what the fans are like. He had fantastic memories when he were here. He can probably repl- you know looking to replicate that as well. Uh, the the rumors are quite strong as well. It's not just one of them flashing the pan ones. Um, I wouldn't, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. I wouldn't. You know, would it make sense for him to come on loan till the end of the season? Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. What about what about you then, Liam? Are you? Uh... Yeah. Again, obviously, we always go. Oh. We love signing a former player and whatever else. But as I think we said when we spoke about Beavers, at the moment, we ain't got a lot of choice. And if he is one of the choices, more than happy for him to come back. I think it obviously, uh, to be well, fair. What's good is the fans know him already, right? Yeah, the yeah, fans, I can't. Him, the fans like him. So he's coming back to, he'll, he'll, he will come back if he does to a warm welcoming. Yeah, he'd get a huge, you know, an amazing reception, wouldn't he, if he, if he did sign and what have you. But where, where would he go then? So the, the team that played That's on Saturday, question, yeah. Palmer, Hutch, Johnson, where, where's it, where does he fit in that, in that back three? Because well, was, if he's coming in, you're thinking then maybe that small pushing to what you guys are talking about, maybe Hutchie going back into midfield. Possibly that that that's what they're looking at. Yeah, but by all accounts, I think um Dom Housen put out that he's he's got a decent left foot. So whether he's that that option on the uh you know the left pushing Johnson out out the way. Who's got a decent left foot? Danny Bart. Has he? By all accounts, I don't know. I've 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 <laughs> can't I'm only re- I'm only- look too convinced there. <laughs> maybe he's practiced that for the last you know 10 years but I wasn't sure about that like maybe his legs isn't it I don't know I can't I can't remember no, I was gonna say I've not I can't I can't see Danny Barth playing left of a free in my eyes if I think if he was coming in he'd be in the center Bang that's center, what yeah, I would yeah. think but 
Maybe, maybe. I mean, Dom, you never Dom know. I mean, obviously, we've said we've got lots of games coming up, haven't we? There's going to be games where I don't think I don't think Uch is playing all of them. Do you know what I mean? No, I don't it. think he's that's playing it. all all ten games. Whether we're going to be looking at some sort of squad rotation, things like that. I, I mean, we need cover definitely because you know yeah. another injury with Scupper as I know but, um, Shea Dunkley's out for a long. I think he said. Um, a long time, I think it said, or, 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 like, it? <laughs> or, a, short, or a short while, or, or, or something like that. But it, it, hold on, know. hold on. You've just gone a long time, and then you've just gone short while. Uh, it didn't say any. Which one weeks. is it? I, I, I can't remember what it said. He's not back <laughs> next week. Put it that way. He's not back for a few weeks. So uh, you know, he's 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 going to be out for a, a short while, long time, <laughs> three weeks a year. I'd have no idea. But yeah, do you know what I mean? We we need we need cover. 100%. I just can't see him. The thing is, I can't see him coming in as a player and not wanting to play every week. He's obviously, he's not going to go from Stoke, uh, you know, being a rotation player at Stoke to coming here and being a rotation player. Yeah. But we do need the cover. We need the cover. Because, for example, if Hutch got injured next, you know, if Hutch got injured next week. But no players guaranteed to play, are they? No. How funny is it as well, by the way? Two weeks ago, we were saying, this fucking team is shite. Nobody, you know, no, nobody's fit to wear the shirt. And then now we're saying, Who does, where does Danny Bart fit in the back three? Because they played amazing on Saturday. It's, it's amazing how your outlook on football changes in just... Well, yeah, but archie has been out for a long time as well. Yeah. Let's yeah. not forget, right? Yeah. And look, we'll, we'll see. If we, if we are we, gonna, we're going to have to rotate. We are going to have to rotate yeah. in this next... What would it... When, at the end of this month, it's... 10 in 30 days, isn't it? Yeah, there's loads coming. It was funny, actually, because my dad's uh, got his mate's season ticket. Oh, yeah. In February. Oh, and really? I says, well, you're getting your... He's not getting his money worth, but you're getting his money worth for him. That's quality, that. <laughs> loads of games. Two literally... Tuesday night games. Yeah, he's literally Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, all the way through February, which is... Uh... Which wow, is, which is going to be good. Lots of football, uh, lots of football to watch. Maybe all them games. Maybe uh, you can get down to Ilsbury Giles on uh, one or two midweek. I will games. do. I'll definitely be there if we haven't got a game. But yeah, I think we might have Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday coming uh, yeah. up as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. That's I think it. a lot of teams all out there with what's going on. Uh, what's been going on? So. Right. Let's uh, let's move on to uh, this next game. Then Oxford uh, United away next next Saturday. Um, David, a bit of a, a poor, poor run. Um, mm. No win in the last three games, a draw and two uh, two defeats. They haven't scored in the last two games. I mean, um, they lost at the weekend. Um, that means that the gap's now only three points to uh, to them. Obviously, they're occupying the, well, the last spot in the playoffs. They're sixth. Um, yeah, it, it, it's... When I looked at the, the you know the three fixtures coming up, Plymouth, Oxford, and Ipswich, I thought that um, it was going to be quite difficult. Obviously, we've we've breezed past Plymouth. It's put me in a a lot more positive frame of mind. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, like you say, Oxford they've been in good form, but they have it a bit of a a bit of a rough fashion, haven't they? They've got um, what's he called up front for him? Taylor, is it? Uh, yeah, uh, Matt Taylor, ten goals this season. He does all right. He pops up, um, but yeah, no, it's good. I think it. Well, it's not. It's not good for them, but it is for us that they've hit a bit of a a blip because they lost to Lincoln and then Wickham, wasn't it yesterday? Yeah, and a draw before that. Yeah, like you said, it's a so. massive game because I think we need to we need to beat the teams around us if oh, we're going to push. Oh, game. I mean, and, and the it's, thing it's, is, obviously, we beat big, these big guys, and then we're level. We're level with them, exactly. and then Ipswich, uh, Ipswich have been hit and miss there. Yeah. They're the, probably, excuse me, one of the most inconsistent teams in the league. They can either win 4-1 or 
or lose four one. So it's one of them ones where if we if we go and beat Oxford, that'll be you know two wins on the bounds. It takes the pressure off a little bit going into the Ipswich game, doesn't it? Because I'm not saying that we can just you know afford to lose or whatever, but you know it's like a draw against Ipswich if we've gone and beat Oxford wouldn't be a bad result. Because you look at the games, three games, seven points, you'd take that any day of the week. That's promotion for a minute, do you know what I mean? So for, for me, you've just hit the nail on the head, Giles, like beating the teams around you. The massive six pointers, I mean, I don't, you know, six pointing halfway through the season, can you say that? I don't know. But well, I think yesterday was, yeah. massively. You can, yeah. Massively. And if, like I said, I said it before, didn't I? If we lost that game yesterday, I think our season would have just petered out and it would have just been a... Eight, eighth, ninth, tenth. I don't know, but yeah, mid table, yeah. But that was just, I, I, yeah, and no, I, I don't without with the win yesterday. I just, I don't see why we can't go out and and do. A I think we just need to see a bit of consistency now, right? We've yeah, put in a, yeah. a very good performance. Now the, the the big one is is can they go and back that up again? Well, we, we've set the yardstick, haven't we? Really, you know, we've, we've put a marker down, and we've seen now how we can play with a not full strength, you know, full strength side. There's still players missing and what have you. You know, Windass didn't even start, but you think, well, do we even do we even need him? So we we need that's what we need to um that's what we're going to be come to expect now. And all right, we're away from home. I thought Oxford when they came to Hillsborough were a good side. Um, I, th- I thought they did did really well and one of the better sides that we that we'd seen at that point in time at at Hillsborough. Um, so they're, they're going to make it difficult. Was Oxford the one where we lost two what? Yeah, when yeah, Peacock Farrell made a yeah. bit of a bit of a howler didn't he as well um but yeah i think um it's gonna be a you know another tough test i didn't realize how how well oxford have been doing obviously i know how well they've been doing this season but playoffs um for the past been, two they've been consistent being yeah, consistent playoffs in the last two seasons so they're gonna be you know they're up there by merit not not you know it's not a, a oh, it's gonna be pattern. a tough game it's gonna be a tough game definitely yeah, you know they're managing what carl what? carl robinson carl robinson yeah been yeah there. he's, he's been, he's done very well, hasn't he? Yeah, he's, he's been there for a few well, years. Yeah. Obviously, did well with MK Dons, didn't he? Back uh, a few a few years back, um, what went to Charlton, then he's gone to gone to Oxford, and again doing well. You know, they they'd be looking for promotion this season. You know, playoffs twice um, in the past two years. They, you know, I'm sure they don't want to go through with the the heartbreak again. But but yeah, it should be it should be a good game. And um, you know, I, like I said, I, I'm looking. I were. I were really not looking forward to the Plymouth game, but I'm actually fairly optimistic. Yeah, I'm annoyed I didn't get a ticket now, to be honest. <laughs> well, if anyone's got any tickets and they want to sell one to uh, to, to Leo, I'm sure they'll take it off their hands. Yeah, so what what are we saying? Are we are we saying same team? Yeah, yeah. What? Why not? Like, there's there's Gotta nothing. Be really, it? There's nothing unless, uh, unless there's a any... week in between games. Yeah, unless there's any knocks in uh, injuries or knocks in training. Same team for me yeah, maybe maybe Windass for Sal as much as Sal played really well if Windass is fair I'd like to see him next to Gregory just to see well it's, the thing I is, just don't know I think I think because of how good the performance was I, I, I think you've got to keep the same team yeah the momentum keep 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 going Windass well Windass has been super sub this season hasn't he so well I think is it, <laughs> would, you, would you not like to have him as like an impact sub <coughs> like nah, you know some of them he... players who you can bring off the bench you know 50-60 minutes or whatever and you know, cause the, the opposition some real problems. I, I, I don't. Well, know. I, I don't think that's his position, right? No, it's not. No. But I mean, he's going to be on the bench. I think he will get into the team. You know, but in you some probably time. can't. It'd be like you say. It'd probably be harsh on Sal, who's not played much football at all, 
to who came in and played really well for him to get the knockback. It would be a bit harsh. I'd, I'd be very surprised if I'd be very surprised if the team is is different. Because if if for for example, just on that, like for Sal, obviously played a couple of the Pizza Cup games. He's come on. I don't think he started a game. He started a Pizza Cup, but he's not started a league game, has he? I don't think he has now. Um, obviously played really well. If he was to get the custard pie, how much would it knock him back? Well, it would, of course. It's very harsh. He scored, played well, team won. Then to get dropped, it, it definitely would. I won't put it past Darren Moore, though, to be fair. <laughs> you know, hey, say that. Well, I don't, I don't, we'll see. That's, that's what I mean. We'll, we'll see, see. We'll see, but I, I'd like to think that, that Moore will keep that same team. But basically, if you play like we did on Saturday, you know, we, we wanted a reaction. Well, we wanted a reaction against Shrewsbury. We didn't get it. They've had two weeks off. He said they were going to hit the training ground hard. We've clearly seen that. They've come out, put a fantastic performance in. If we play like that every every week, I'll be... Yeah, and I'll like we happy. said like we said earlier, the only... Like, we don't want to be... Negative. The only thing is, it could have been seven. We need... We, we do... Like, we're not going to get that every game, so we do need to be a bit more clinical. Yeah, but... they, they've had four four shots four shots all game and they've scored two. We've had 22. All right, we've scored four. We're not going to get 22 chances No, no, exactly, week, but... If we do play like that, and just with the intensity and that kind of style and the passion that we showed as well, I don't think we'll have any problems. And I don't want to get carried away, but if we do, if we do it at a good run now, this is well, the time to do it. Well, yeah, this, with, like, with the games coming thick and fast, and can, a lot of them at home, a yeah. lot of them at home. I don't know the exact number, but we've got. Well, I think we've played three less at home than we have away so far this season. So. Uh, yeah, we well, we've got, got the lot. two. We've got the two rearranged fixtures with both home fixtures, which are both Tuesday nights. Yeah, Ipswich at the end of the month. Uh, we've got Rotherham, which is on a Sunday. Yeah, uh, the first weekend in. I can't. Feb. I can't remember all the other all the other fixtures. But, but we've yeah. got a lot of it. The point is, we've got a lot of home fixtures, and even yeah. if, like, I, I mean, don't want to say, but for example, we did draw away at Oxford. And then went on to be at home. It wouldn't be the worst thing, but I just think keep it going. And we're the, like we say, the form they're in. There's no reason why we can't go and do a job on them. Yeah, it's uh, like I say, it's amazing what a couple of weeks makes, isn't it? And a, and a, and a good victory and not spoiling your spoiling your weekend. Yeah, I mean, and I just obviously, I was very much of the. I genuinely thought COVID had a and not the the, the break and not training. I I thought it had a massive effect, and I that's what I thought. Like I didn't think as much, as disappointed as the performances were. You know, I, I I wasn't too I wasn't too shocked. I'm really happy that we've come back like this, though. But yeah, top quality. Right, we're gonna uh, gonna leave it to uh, leave it there. Thank you very much for uh, for listening. Obviously, make sure you do follow us uh, on Twitter. It's at WTID Pod. Um, make sure you get involved on the on the debate show as well. We had uh, quite a few uh, quite a few people um, join us uh, last week. Uh, obviously, it's on the new time now, Wednesday at eight pm. So uh, get involved on uh, on Twitter. Uh, you can have your say, or you can just tweet us as well. Um, you know, have a really good chat. Uh, with uh, with all the fans good to hear some different uh, different voices as well um we've got the uh, the oppo's view as well so we'll be speaking to uh, uh, one of the guys from the i think simon from the uh, from the fence end podcast for for oxford so we'll get his uh, his view on oxford seasons so far 
as well. And obviously, don't forget to sign up to Patreon as well, patreon.com forward slash WTID pod. All the interviews, I'm, I'm sure you, you, know, you can't get enough uh, Sheffield Wednesday content. Um, so, yeah, do that. Give us a rating and review as well. And we'll see you all later on this week. Cheers, man. Cheers, guys. Cheers, boys. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the Pro Pilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.